Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? Really good, thank you. Really good. Glad that, that it's lockdown, Eve. Oh. Very excited for... Isn't it exciting? Open, oh, my gyms God. to open, restaurants to open. <laughs> it really feels like... Feel like a kid on Christmas Eve. It does feel a bit like Christmas Eve, doesn't it? I mean, I have to say we've, uh, although we've done it once before, it kind of still didn't make it any easier, did it? It was, uh, it's, it's been boring. I mean, essentially, isn't it? I actually found this second one a lot harder, and I don't know why because it's been a third of the time. I'm not sure if it's more to do with the weather or if the the first one we was kind of drip fed, weren't we? So it was always going to be mm. a couple of weeks here, three weeks, and then it ended up being the, the three months, three and a half months. Whereas this just knowing it was the four weeks, there was just something very different about this one. So very excited for it to to kind of be over. Yeah, completely agree. I think uh, I think we're in. <laughs> weren't they calling it like? The, the news were calling it something like Wild Wednesday or something that everyone's going to basically go nuts uh, and in excitement and anticipation for the shops being open, which isn't really the vibe that you want during a pandemic. I mean, what a year. We've got Primark doing 24 hours now. <laughs> Aren't I, we all so lucky? <laughs> I mean, I love it. So if I run out of half socks at three in the morning, I know that I can, <laughs> I can go up to Westfields and get myself some little socks <laughs> and uh, some sanitizer. But again, I, I kind of think at least they're kind of doing something that's going to stagger it because you can just imagine what the queues are going to be like tomorrow. Oh, um, yeah. If people can't, I mean, I don't know how many people are going to be shopping in Primark at four in the morning. Um but at least they've got the option, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely won't be. I'd rather not go at all than go at 4 a.m. But um, yeah. but that's just me. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to definitely hope, well, hopefully take advantage. And, and um, my the rowing that I've been doing is coming back this weekend. So that's quite exciting because um, it's nice. Like, like you with the gym, it was just quite nice to have something to kind of do and focus on. And I think that, and it's the same with anyone that does kind of sport or, works out or, or any of those things it's all just being you can do it at home right but it's not the same no it's um, just definitely not the same for, for your head is yeah. that the the first thing you're gonna do well you've got a few days before this so what's the very first thing you're gonna do now we're out of the old lucky day good question well I mean I'll be in the office so I might uh I might go have a little wander around Camden and just soak in the atmosphere oh. Just soak in the shops and people like this is like back to normality. I mean, I think we're probably kidding ourselves if we think that there's not going to be a third <laughs> lockdown because, like, I imagine that we probably will end up having another one, maybe in the, the end of January or maybe even earlier. But you know, for now, we should uh, we should uh, make the most of it and uh, and enjoy it. What about you? What are you going to be doing? First thing, gym. Right. Cannot wait to get into there, and then. It's Joe for me. It's just the fact that knowing if I want to go somewhere, I can, even if I don't necessarily go there. Yeah, it's when something's taken away from you. I think you always want it more. Yeah. Um, so definitely, Jimmy is all that I'm thinking about at the minute. Might have a little mooch around a, cu- a couple of little shops, but um, yeah, f- for me, just just to get back on track, especially in the lead up to Christmas now. Like you say, I definitely think we're probably in for a third one. We'll, we'll pay for these five days that the government are giving us like, mm. over Christmas somehow. Mm. Um, so let's make the most of the few weeks we're allowed out the house again. <laughs> it's so weird when you say things like that, isn't it? I was I was messaging some of my my uh, colleagues where I work, and I was saying if you would have told me 
in January that I'd be super excited about the fact that shops were even just open in December. I mean, I just wouldn't have believed you. There's been so many things this year, as many people have said, it's been unprecedented. Um, you know, it's just been, it's, it's, it's bizarre the things that you you realise that you hold dear and those include really basic things like being able to go to the pub or meet your friends in an indoor setting you know like it's um it's bizarre the things that you we didn't know we needed so much I think you definitely realise the things we've kind of took for granted well we've never had it any other way have we we've seen, <laughs> since growing up this is how it's always been so life really has changed but I still don't fully understand. So if, if you do, please fill me in, Steve. Mm. What is the, the situation? So when it comes to going out for a drink, now they say you've got to have a substantial meal. I know there was rumours, is a scotch egg substantial or is pork <laughs> scratchings? Where is the line at? Can we have a BLT or a club? Or is it like a two-course well, meal? I think, I, to be honest, I'm just as in the dark as you are. I think the, the only difficulty is, is that um, you can't, so say for instance, you and, you and I were to meet up, we would have to sit outdoors because we are not in each other's bubble. So that's the only thing I know for sure. So if, if we were to meet at a pub, six of us could meet at a pub, but we'd have to sit and eat outdoors. Um, and what, what's, what, subs, what is a substantial meal? I really don't know. And the news is not making it any clearer. Um, no. But I guess those, these are the kind of things that will be ironed out as, uh, as the weeks go on. And maybe we'll find out. But yeah, I mean, there's not going to be any large dinner parties going on anytime soon, which is a shame. But, um, you know, no. we'll ha just have to get used to sitting outside in the freezing cold. Pretend we're all at Winter Wonderland <laughs> under the heat lamps, you know. <laughs> oh, I wish we could do Winter Wonderland. Oh, <laughs> Everything's opening tomorrow. So somewhere, somehow, there must be information because what are people in pubs doing when they open the door tomorrow? Someone must know what class is as the food or is it just going to be... I guess maybe we'll find out there'll be an announcement tomorrow. I think, well, they're voting on it. So this is this is uh, technically Thursday. So this has already happened. But um, they're voting on it tonight uh, in the Parliament. So maybe there'll be some more uh, information coming out then we'll, we'll have to wait and see I guess we'll but yeah I mean out. and I think it, I don't think that places are going to get you know fined if they if their meal is not considered substantial enough they'll get warned first so maybe maybe going out for that portion of chips and a pint you might be able to get away with that in the first week but the next week you're gonna have to have a burger with those chips <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then a, a dessert next yeah week. So we're all going to get Coffee even tea. bigger than we already are after years. Actually, not you, Bob. Most of us, <laughs> you've, you've never looked better. But, um, but for some of us, it's uh, it's been a testing time, weight-wise. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, um, how was the show last week? I wasn't here. I was I was off for the week. You had Cece sitting in again. Yeah, we had Cece join us again. Bless her. Do you know, really great show. We had uh, yeah, great guest, great chat. Obviously, missed you. Of course. How, how of course. Was week off did you enjoy it, it it was nice yeah it was surprisingly surprisingly nice I went for a couple of walks with some friends I did uh I I went up to Wolfham uh Wolfham Forest and I just did loads of nice oh, little nice. nice little bits and bobs um and just kind of uh made sure I was out of the house I have never slept so much in my whole life it was like it was like I'd become a, hi a hibernating little squirrel or something <laughs> like one night I slept for 10 hours and I think I've ever done that in my entire life I, I basically went to bed at 11 and didn't wake up till nine um 
never ever happened so I don't know maybe it maybe I just needed some time I don't know um but yeah I'm glad to be back um and I am I am I am feeling a bit more festive as you can see with my uh, with my tree in the background now and uh, my mum's my mum's homemade crackers and robins up here um wow. that she's made for me um so yeah it's been it oh and I put up I put up a bookshelf in the corner of my room over there you can see um oh, you were so, saying I, you was gonna do, so you've had a productive <laughs> way you've done, yeah, I've done quite a bit I got, got quite a bit done it was nice yeah so it's good I'm, but I'm glad to be back and and we have we have uh, quite the show very exciting we have Erin Bogue from uh former Strictly Professional um and still doing lots of tours and plenty of stuff going on with her so great to talk to her and then we very excitingly have American Pie actress uh Tara Reid calling from America uh so that'll be great to speak to her um but uh yeah but they're, they're, have you have you been catching up on the showbiz news this week yeah well it's all going on and it I mean the last couple of that weeks you, you missed a good one last week with with the old Scott Disick uh and the DMs to, to oh, yeah, <laughs> I heard Island's about that. Megan. Yeah, uh, and, about two years later or something. <laughs> <laughs> and this week doesn't disappoint either. I mean, well, obviously, have you been watching the castle? Oh yeah, I'm a celeb. Yeah, I'm definitely. a celeb. So well, we're starting to see people be evicted now. Yeah, all ladies. All the all ladies, ladies have gone, isn't I it? I can't believe it. Four girls gone. I really think it's time that I think a man's got to go next just to kind of level it out. Otherwise, yeah. the camp's going to be too male heavy. But yeah. I really think in terms of campmates and trying to predict the finale, very hard this year. Some very, very strong contenders. And, yeah, I agree um, with you. The, the, the men are all really strong in terms of the, the lineup. So I really think it could be anyone's game. But I do think we could even end up with an all-male final. I wouldn't be surprised. Who, who are your favourites? So I'm loving G. Mm-hmm. I think she's great, and I really think she'll be the last girl standing. I think you might be right. Yeah. I think Shane's bringing comedy to the camp, and we had Shane Junior on the show last week, and mm-hmm. he gave us a great chat. Um, Vernon, loving a bit of Vern. Yeah, he's come across really well. I think, isn't he? Really, I've fallen a little bit in love with him. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Tess, and um, I, I know it, it's not going to happen, but there's something about him, you know. He's just I, got that. I don't know what it is. Well, it's because he's kind of not only is he like really good looking, he's also kind of funny, and like he doesn't take himself too seriously, and he's he's a very like touchy feely guy, isn't he? And I think he just seems like someone that you you could have a good time with. And that's, <laughs> absolutely well <laughs> and this is why I love reality shows and I'm a celeb in particular because you can know a celeb's career for years watch them be a massive fan of them but it's not until you see them out of that comfort zone and out of the showbiz world and mm. basically stripped back and just a person that you see a completely different side to them yeah, and I think actually definitely with Vernon, especially Tess and Vernon have been very uh, coy over the years talking about their relationship. They haven't done it much. <clears throat> and she's taken over his Instagram account and also been posting on her own. And we've learned all these things about their relationship, which has actually been really lovely to see. You know, we've seen their daughters for the first time. They've been talking about how they had a vow renewal like five years ago or something. You know, there's lots of like, th- this is what people expect of their celebrities now so it's quite nice to see that side of them and I think um they're doing a she's doing a good job of uh championing him really and I think and I think it will work well I think I can imagine him coming back to doing primetime shows again it seems 
That's how it seems to me anyway. Absolutely. I definitely think we'll see him in the final. Mm. Do you know, I actually have a funny story about Giovanna Fletcher. Oh, tell us. Do you know this one, Georgia? Um, have I told you, Bob? Maybe I haven't, no? No, I don't think so. Um, uh, maybe about eight or nine years ago, I was in the uh, um, <laughs> crowd at a Paul McCartney gig. And it was just after an England match. And I'd, why, why I'd gone to see an England match, I have no idea, but I had. <laughs> it, and England had just lost. But So I was with a friend who's big into football, girl, girlfriend. And, um, and we were talking while Paul McCartney was on um, <laughs> about the footballers that we fancied. Um, we were using more co- coarser language than that because we'd had a few drinks. Got a tap on my shoulder. Um, would you mind quieting down? Because some of us are trying to enjoy Paul McCartney, being like, oh, "Who's this?" <laughs> moved on, moved on a bit, turned round, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's uh, Tom from McFly's wife." Like, I didn't know who she was <laughs> at the time, but I was a showbiz journalist, so I like knew her face. And then I was like, "Oh my god, and she's with Tom. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> what, what's going on?" So basically, she told me off for talking, and I can actually be more specific. It was about whether or not we'd shag Wayne Rooney. Um, she, she caught us in the middle of a conversation about that. Um, never forgiven her for embarrassing me in such a way. I mean, obviously, entirely my own fault uh, for for being so crude and disgusting uh, during a Paul McCartney gig. I mean, the combination of the two things: the fact I've gone to a, a football match and then gone to a Paul McCartney gig. You wouldn't catch me doing that now. Well, you wouldn't catch any of us doing that now because we can't go to football matches or gigs. So, uh, you know, but in, in, in normal times, yeah, just, uh, yeah. So that was my one experience with Giovanna Fletcher. I love that. that I, wonder a... she, I wonder if she remembers getting ag- Aggie with someone at a Paul McCartney concert <laughs> once. Hey, I don't reckon it's something she'd forget. I've got to ask though, Stephen, what was the yeah. answer? Would you shag Wayne Rooney or not? We decided, if I remember rightly, we decided that maybe if I was like, when I was a teenager, I would have been like, yeah, fine. But now, as an adult, no. Like he had kind of like a, a behind the bike sheds charm, shall we say, um, <laughs> <laughs> which, which perhaps, perhaps he doesn't have now he's a little older and so am I. So um, yeah, I think the, the answer is perhaps, maybe sometimes given the right circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, always revealing too much. <laughs> I love that. I love it. G in the jungle, like we saw the other night, talking about when she had Kate Middleton on her podcast. Yeah, yeah, big news. Actually, good point. Uh, Producer Georgia, can we get Kate Middleton on the podcast, uh, please? I'd really like to talk to her. Yeah, I right. thought that as well. <laughs> Let, let's send a message to Buckhouse. Yeah. Will can jump on as well. we'll yeah, yeah, up. I'm fine with that. Don't mind that. Don't mind a bit of interruption. I don't mind if it's a bit chaotic. You know, we can we can deal with that. We could deal. Um, with but it. yeah, I mean, really amazing for her that she managed to achieve that. And and like she said, I think she was one of the only people that he's she's ever done that with and she's not a, a journalist or anything so it was quite a big deal for that for that to go ahead so yeah good I'm, I'm you know good for her who's your winner if you had to put your money on someone Steve uh I think probably Vernon actually probably Vernon's my fave um just because it's nice to see him kind of rehab his image a bit and uh and come across differently to how maybe some of us thought he was um based on what we've read before so yeah I'm I'm excited to see the final. But it's not the uh, it's not the only reality show uh, on at the moment though. Have you have you uh, um, next week uh, starts the the real full Monty on Ice, isn't it? Have you seen? 
yeah, I saw they've announced today. I'm really excited for it this year because I just think it's something a little bit different. We've got mm. the element of it being on ice. I mean, mm. it's, I think it sounds potentially very dangerous. Um, ice naked skates bodies, and penises, yeah. Yeah, I think there's potential. One wrong move, you could end up on the floor and putting your old todger in a bag of peas off to where you need to have it stitched back on. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I, I think that, the people, that doesn't happen to anyone. Yeah, absolutely touch with them. I hope there are some safety precautions in place, but it is quite a quite a good lineup. We've got Jake Quickenden, Perry, who we spoke to a few uh, weeks ago, Chris Hughes and stuff. There's, I mean, it's, it's a good lineup of uh, people, isn't it? It really is. And do you know what? Away from the whole, the banter and the laugh and joke of people stripping off and that, I think what I love about it the last few years, the whole message behind it is that it's getting people talking, it's starting conversations about mm-hmm. such an important topic, you know, like testicular cancer is so, so not spoken about between guys. I think some men really struggle to open up and talk about things like that. But do you know what? Men kind of do have to have that chat and it really is important that you are checking yourself and. Um, when I had my scan done, the doctor said, really, you should be checking yourself at least once a month. Yeah, which which to me seems like a lot, but it's actually, you know, yeah, completely reasonable. You know what I mean? And, and we're both we're both men in our 30s now. It's probably the, the time when we should really start to be paying attention to these things, isn't it? Yeah, it's complete the, the prime age bracket. And it takes a, a minute or two, you know, like when you're in the bath or the shower, literally... Just give them a little check because something like that is so, if early diagnosis or seeing a GP and having something looked at, nine times out of 10, it's never going to be anything sinister anyway. And do you know what, even if it is that the sooner you're getting it looked at and you can do something about it, the better. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think we kind of need to take the shame and the stigma out of that conversation. Um, well, well, yeah. And I mean, I think one of the ways, you know, there's, we can segue there because we've actually we at the minute at Fubar we are doing a little uh, little promo with um, Manscaped, who are a company that uh, you know provides really innovative uh, you know uh, to- tools for men um, to uh, to to do things like that. And one of the one of their new ones is the Lawnmower 3.0, which is basically allows you to kind of uh, shave and uh, you know uh, get rid of the body hair that you, you don't want. Um, and you can check yourself easier by doing things like that. And actually, and it's even waterproof. So you could do it in the shower or the bath and things like that, which is great, right? I mean, we can all do with that. Definitely. And the, the range of products they've got, honestly, I, I love the names of them. I love everything the brand stands for. You know, it's very kind of tongue in cheek, the message behind it. There's nothing really on the market like like it. Not um, for men, I don't think, definitely. Not for me. And, you know, it's so important, like I say, the fact it's waterproof, so you can kind of keep yourself trimmed up, which makes yourself easier to check. And mm-hmm. it's a winner as well. I personally always feel a little bit cleaner when I've, I've had a good old trim, you know. So oh, yeah, please tell me about it. I know. <laughs> and, and I speak as someone who is very hairy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. Like the right, like you've got the ball tonic, you've got your individual wipes. Um, j- just a great range of products. And I think we're actually doing a 20% discount code, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I think it's on uh, on any product on Manscaped, you get uh, you get 20% off if you put in the code FUBAR, uh, the promo code FUBAR uh, at the checkout, um, which is great. It's great for Christmas presents or for, you know, or for yourself. I mean, there's really like, there's no, you know, for, for, for all the important men in your life, 
um, you know, it's definitely worth looking into. Um, in particular, the the performance package, which is which they've actually very kindly sent to both you and I, I, I believe, Bob, um, is is contains basically everything you could possibly need, uh, uh, which is great. You know, it, I've I've already used uh, the nose hair trimmer, nose and ear hair trimmer. I'm a man in my thirties, <laughs> um, um, which is actually really good because I, I've I've actually needed one for so long. Um, <laughs> and you know trying to trying to rough it out with a razor you know you can you can cut yourself you can nick yourself yeah, razor and... make the way forward certainly isn't certainly it, isn't you know, it could end up terrible a razor yeah and... um as i have learned um <laughs> so um so yeah i mean they're, they're a great company to be involved with and i think they they really do have like men's interests at heart um so yeah i mean i i think they're kind of like a a, a perfect fit and actually we've actually come up with a new feature um, related uh, to Manscaped, which is which we are calling, I think, very clever. What a load of balls! Um, good one, isn't it? Good. <laughs> um, so we're going to be uh, the the Manscaped What a Load of Balls feature is basically going to be us looking into uh, the the rubbish stories, the rubbish celebrity stories of the week that we can uh, that we can call out. And I think we're both probably in agreement that uh, Rita Ora's thirtieth birthday party. Now that to me constitutes a load of balls. What do you think? She's uh, she's apologised. She's paid ten grand, fine. Um, but what do you think about this uh, this whole deal and throwing a party during the lockdown? Do you know what? I'll be really honest. I don't think it's about the money. It, it really isn't. And I know she's paid the ten thousand and she's issued her apology. But I think what's upsetting people far more than the money. And let's have it right. When you're a pop star, ten grand. It isn't the end Drop of the world for them. Do you know what I mean? Um, what What is sad for people is that some people haven't seen still parents, grandparents, relatives since the first lockdown, unable to see family in residential homes. People have, have missed and had to cancel weddings, not been able to go to funerals. So when you see someone in the public eye having a party and looking like they're kind of throwing two fingers up to what everyone else is doing. I can kind of see why people do feel the rage that they do. Yeah, um, definitely. Definitely. Because everyone, everyone is trying to do their bit. Um, and like I say, she has issued an, uh, an apology and a statement, quite a lengthy statement yeah. um, and explained that she has paid the fine, but I, I truly just don't, I don't think people care about the money. It's not about the money. What do you I, think? I, I think you're right. I think you're definitely right. I mean, she probably didn't really anticipate the level of uh, the level of hatred she was going to get. Um, and maybe if she knew that <clears throat> she wouldn't have, uh, have done and made that, but, but 30 people, you know, in the current environment, unless you're recording a TV show where everyone's getting tested every five minutes or, or something like that seems a little bit unfair on the rest of us just because you can get away with paying the fine um so Rita Aurora what a load of balls that's what we've got to say to you <laughs> <laughs> um great so we're actually our first guest is is here so shall we get Erin in and uh, chat with her about all things strictly hi hello Erin can you hello. see me we can see you what a, what a lovely festive setup you've got there oh I mean <laughs> love with that fireplace it's nice isn't it very I know nice. it's very wintry. I love it. Is, are you on? Are you on your bed? I am. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I'm in the bed. 
I hope you don't have your pajamas on on the bottom. You know those people who are they they go on these Zoom calls and then they've got something on top and then they have their pajamas or their underwear on. Or just his pants. Yeah, I mean, it's the look of 2020, though, Erin, isn't it? You know, people can get away with it now in a way they couldn't before. Someone runs naked in the background. Yeah. I think that's happened to a few celebrities, isn't it? It has, it has, yeah. How have you found lockdown? I mean, I, I want to come, if there's a lockdown free, I want to move in with you, Eric, because I'll quite happily just sit in front of that fire watching films all afternoon. You can put your feet up in here. It's not a problem at all. You know, lockdown, I think, has been quite interesting, probably for most people. Slowly at the beginning, you, 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 when you really think it's only going to be a month, you sort of think, OK, well, you know, we can get through this. And, uh, and then slowly, as time goes by, you're getting all these phone calls and all your work. Because, of course, I'm in the entertainment industry. Everything's like, um, sorry, we've got to cancel. And it's endless, isn't it? And you go, oh, this is going on and on and on. And now our tour, Anton and I, um, our tour in January till March has just been postponed. So it's, it's sad. But it's not just me. It's, what, it's I mean, everybody. There's a lot of people in the, in the same boat. So, um, you know, I've just put my feet up by the fire, I think. <laughs> but it must be quite frightening when you're at the beginning of it, when you're getting all these calls and you don't know where your next paycheck is going to come from. You know, that must be difficult. It is. Do you know, I think if I was a, a single mother, it would be <clears throat> very, very scary. Um, and I, you, people see you and they, you, you work on TV and they think that you're, you know, you've got all this money. Well, of course, you've still got bills to pay and a mortgage and, and you've got children and everything. And um, I'm very lucky. My husband is, is working and uh, he's working from home. Um, so I see him a lot, and, um, <laughs> a lot, and uh, I've got used to that now. But you know, at eight twenty-five, he sort of uh, makes himself a cup of tea, and I say, "Have a good day in the office, darling." And he goes upstairs, and you know, he's one of those guys. He's got his tracksuit pants on the bottom, and he's got a shirt on top, and he sits there. And I don't know what he does all day up there, but um, I think sometimes he just says he's busy just to get away, probably from me. I don't know. <laughs> Don't know. So, so it's been a bit of a mixed bag for you then, really. Have you it enjoyed has. being at home? <clears throat> I have enjoyed. Yes, I have. Because I think, do when you're really busy and sometimes you just like, and I love what I do. And actually, I'm very lucky because uh, I, I get to wake up most days and I, and I do what I love for a living. Um, but you do get those days where you wake up and you think, imagine having nothing to do. Just imagine that, and <laughs> it's reality. Yeah, yeah. So I have done things like uh, I've taken up piano. Wow. Uh, I'm I'm really terrible. I'm <laughs> very terrible. The older you get, the harder it is. Um, and I have uh, I've got a son. He is six, so he has to do a lot more homework now that I'm home. Uh, <laughs> he sees a lot more of me, and I guess it's just family quality time. And instead of going out and doing a lot of shows, uh, so Anton and I, we do a, a lot of shows all over the country and we travel and, and go overseas. Uh, because that's all been cancelled, uh, I've been doing a lot of teaching. And uh, so then when the lockdown came out, I went back to teaching. And then, um, of course, we've gone back into lockdown, so that all had to be cancelled. Uh, so I've had to put them all on hold. And next week I'm, I'm starting teaching again. So And that's quite nice. I, I, I enjoy that. Yeah, I really enjoy that. Erin, I wanted to ask, you mentioned Anton. What did you yes. think of him being a, a guest judge? Do you know, I was, I was so thrilled. It has been, so the show started in 2004 and there was two series in 2004. And you can imagine we were, we were young then. Um, and <laughs> it's been, what is it, 18 series? Is this 18th series I think now? so, yeah. And uh, although I gave it up six years ago to have my son, 
uh, Anton's still going. And I was hoping that one day, and you know, I, there's been so many occasions where he could have been judge, people have left or, you know, uh, but they've never asked him. And I, I don't know why, I don't know why, because he is the perfect criteria for a judge. So much knowledge and experience. Um, so when they finally did, and it was only two weeks, but you know, I was, I was totally thrilled and I thought he did a fabulous job. And um, shame it wasn't longer. Do you think it might come? Because there's lots of stories talking that it might be longer, <laughs> potentially. Well, no, I think that they, uh, I think, you know, Motsi's back now. Uh, Bruno is away, but he will be back. And I, I'm sure that probably the four of them will be there next year. If, if one of them decided not to return, then I think, you know, Anton would be a great replacement. I say sack the lot of them. <laughs> and um, <laughs> sack the lot of them and get new judges in. Get you Why in, not? get Anton yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How did he go say he found it? Did he enjoy it, Erin? He absolutely loved it. He was also obviously very thrilled. Um, I think what's really nice for him is that he had, I think he had the backing of the professionals. And that's quite important because when you are a professional and you're dancing on the show, um, you've got to stand in front of these judges. And although it's only a reality entertainment show it's actually quite serious because we are with these celebrities seven days a week training them all day every day if we can lock those studio doors we do we don't let them out until they've got the routine um and it is quite Sounds serious. Like prison you, dance prison it is a bit like prison <laughs> you you only see the the happy saturday night i'm telling you there is blood sweat and tears in the studio <laughs> every day we get the whips out and um you have to Anyway, it's, it's, you know, it's a sensational show. And I, I know that Anton really enjoyed uh, being a judge. And, and I hope one day that maybe, um, you know, there'll be a chance for him to, to go into a role like that. I can see it happening sooner rather than later. I think he really did impress the, the audience as well as, and like you said, he, you know, he's got that the little bit more, made possibly respect from the, from the um, competitors yes. and, and the professionals because he's done it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, I think that he is perfect. He's perfect. And I think that sometimes I think the BBC should listen because I think that the audience really want him to be there. Hmm. They really want him to be there. Um, so hopefully one day that might happen. Fingers crossed. Fingers what about you guys? Crossed. I mean, you guys could go in there and do a bit of, uh, you know, cha-chari, tango. <laughs> I, I mean, Salsa. I, I did one uh, Lindy Hop class once um, yes. and it was not for me. <laughs> what do you mean? You did one Lindy Hop is ridiculously hard for a start. Oh, is it? You okay. started, yeah, you should have just started with something like a salsa class or something. And uh, so you could go out there and just learn a few moves. You know what? It's, it's so much fun. It is so much fun just to learn a few moves. It Being a celebrity on Strictly is incredible. They have an incredible time. They all lose weight. I'm not saying that you guys need to lose weight. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but it would be a happy guys, accident if I did. You are, you're, you're perfect the way you are. Um, it's, you, are, you are learning a new skill. You're getting paid mm. for that new skill. Yeah. Um, and you just have a great time. Uh, this year is, must be very difficult because nobody can cross the line with anybody else. You have to stay with your partner. Mm -hmm. You've got to basically, you know, train. And when you go into the makeup studio, you've got your own makeup artist, but you're not allowed to go into the other room. You're not allowed to get too close. Um, there are packs everywhere. So I did It Takes Two a couple of weeks ago. 
and they are hiding behind cars. They're hiding behind the, it's ridiculous. They're hiding behind buildings, trying to get a shot of people coming out too close to each other. Oh yes, I what, saw, yeah. What's that all about? What is that all about? Um, you get into a taxi and then they, they, they run up to the windows and they're, you know, taking all these photos, just trying to see whether you've got your mask on or off. It's ridiculous, honestly, it's ridiculous. But um, I know that, and I, I think it's really great, the show this year, they've made a great success of it. I wasn't mm. quite sure how it was going to happen, um, but it is a great success. But uh, yeah, if you've, you've got to pick a year, Pick one when things are slightly more normal. Yeah, I think you're probably right. <laughs> it, it, it certainly looks a fun show to do. And like you say, I think it's nice that you kind of take away that that talent and that skill after. I mean, if you're any good at it, which surprised me, some people go in there with no experience at all and come yeah, out yeah. and keep it up after. So they do. Incredible. Yeah, there's quite a few. Do you know, I have done um, many shows with my uh, corporate shows with my um, celebrity partners, Colin Jackson. Oh, yeah. Do you know, if I rang him up now and I said, listen, I need you for a show on Saturday night, he would be there like that. He has got the costume, he's got the shoes. Um, I've done some with, with Julian Clary, although that was way back. I don't know if he would come back now. And, um, <laughs> and Martin O'Fire. And he was my very, very first partner. So he was a big rugby player. And um, he still loves to dance. So, you know, occasionally we've been on tour and Austin Healy got up and did a number on stage. Uh, Judy Murray got up with, with Anton. Oh, wow. I did a number. <laughs> well, it was sort of a number. A number? Um, she, just, she just walks from side <laughs> to side, doesn't she? she yeah, Anton called her the plank. Now, you would think somebody <laughs> like her would be very nimble, right? I mean, going from side to side. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but that, that she, must be that must be one of the fun things. Maybe not if when you're doing the show, but to look back and yeah. you know you've had you will have been with people who aren't as good as others and some who are better. Yeah. Is is it quite funny to look back at those those experiences oh, now? It is. It's um, what you either want. I would tell you this. It's a secret. Okay, the pros will probably kill me. You <laughs> either want the the one that's really good when you're when you're partnered and you really don't know who you're going to partner. So that launch show that you see is completely true where they line the pros up and then they have the celebrities come down the stairs one by one and they say and you'll be dancing with so and so and that's that's honest to god truth we have no idea although we've sized them up we said well we could dance with him but we don't well he's a bit short or you know so um you get together with your partner and you either want the really good one or you want the quirky one the one that's slightly different or has got this quirky personality because the crowd, the English crowd, they love that. They love something that's saying a bit, say that quirky, a bit strange, a bit, you know, or can they do it? Or a little bit, the Anne Widdicombe. Or, or the Bill Bailey, the Bill Bailey this year, oh, exactly. I guess. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Now, the thing about Bill Bailey is that everyone thought that he probably couldn't dance. Well, has he surprised us, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. He was, he's, only, well, he's only about 55, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and he's come out, he's got these little knobbly knees and these little, <laughs> these little legs. <laughs> and I thought, here we go, this is going to be car crash. And all of a sudden I went, oh, this is, this is fabulous. I mean, technically, That was my reaction the first oh time. I was like, oh my God, God he can actually dance. He can. He can. <laughs> now, he started off with, I think it was a cha-cha-cha, and it was it. Technique wasn't there at all, but he had this entertainment value, which was, well, priceless, priceless. Mm -hmm. And actually, slowly, he's got better and better. And there doesn't seem to be much that he can't do. 
if you like. So nobody expected him to be able to. So he was a he was a great surprise. And um, I do know I think he's going to give the younger ones a bit of a run for their money. Think he might he make the final. I would be surprised if he didn't. I would be very surprised if he didn't make the final. Yeah, he's um, he's he's great. He is fantastic. I think he's got the Argentine tango this week. Ooh, that's a that could be well, that could be interesting. But um, <laughs> who have is. been and your favourites all... this year? Then who who have you enjoyed? Who have been my favourites? Uh, my favourites have been, I think, uh, Harvey and Jeanette, mm-hmm. Bill, Bill and Bill and Oti, um, Giovanni and uh, Rav Ravnia. Ranbir, yep. Yep. Um, Actually, she's been a bit of a revelation because quite often the morning TV presenters, maybe apart from Susanna oh. Reid, have not no, been particularly terrible. good. <laughs> terrible. Let's just be honest. We can be very honest here, can't we? I remember. There's I remember. Been some very terrible. I've Fiona got apart from and... my one. Fiona Phillips. <laughs> Fiona Phillips is terrible. Kate Garraway yeah. wasn't very good. She um... no, no. <laughs> Anton said the minute you know Anton. Anton normally gets. Uh, <laughs> the more challenging part. Well, he had Jackie Smith. This year. He did. Yeah, he gets yeah. more challenging partners, and I, I mean that in the nicest way, actually, because he's actually had a few really good ones as well mm. that he's made the final with a couple of times. Um, but uh, I, you know, I just, I, I think. Do you want? I think it's going to be in the final. This is my bet: Harvey and Jeanette, Bill and Oti. Uh, I would like to say Maisie. She's been in the bottom two twice, though, hasn't she? I, I think know. That's I wonder if people don't feel like they've got a journey with her, that, that much overused word, maybe. Well, you could say that, but then Harvey's been great since the beginning as well. I mean... That's true. But then he's but then, made perhaps less known. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Well, but we get to know them. The thing is, you've got to look at the demographic of who's voting. You think like this because I'm pro and you think, okay, now you've either, most of them are ladies that are voting. So you get the housewives or the young girls that are voting. Now you've got two in there relatively the same age, which is Harvey and Maisie, right? Mm -hmm. So who are they going to vote for? They're probably going to go with Harvey because he's, let's face it, he's 21. He's very, very lovely and pretty and gorgeous. And um, they're all going, oh, he's so lovely. Um, (laughs) Even my son, who's six, knew who he was. Oh, wow. I didn't know who he was. I had no idea. So I had to, I went on YouTube. You know, this is the modern celebrity, isn't it? The, the YouTube. Have you seen his YouTube clips? No, I haven't. I mean, no. that, that boy can really dance. He can dance. Not ballroom or Latin. I mean, he's a hip hop dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, so when you look at the demographic of who's voting, I think that's the problem. You've got two the sort of same age and they're probably voting for Harvey. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, of course, on the programme, uh, the, sw- the swinging vote. So where you get somebody knocked out, you've got people that were voting for them and then they swing somewhere else. So you've got to look at who that they could possibly vote for, you see. So you just, I mean, you just don't know. Hard one who to do call, you think? Sorry, say that again? It's a hard one to call. Like you say, I think completely right with them being finalists, I would think, but to say which one will take home the glitter ball, I, I really couldn't say. I know, and I, but I think that's the exciting thing. And I think that mm. the, the show do the right thing at the end in the final, that the judges, although they get to say something, they actually don't get the final vote. And mm. I think that's what makes it exciting um, because you feel like you can, 
uh, you feel like it's, it is unknown or else you would know who's going to, if the judges were going to say who won, you would know. Yeah. Sometimes the best dancer doesn't always win. That's happened before as well. Sometimes it might be the person with the biggest journey, um, you know, the, 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 the one that has caught people's imagination and attention along the way. Um, that's the great thing about reality TV, isn't it? You, you, sometimes you don't want to start off too good in Strictly. That, I think I, I can't remember who won the, that year, but it was when Alexandra Burke won. I think every she was like she was brilliant the whole way through. It was maybe two or three yeah. years ago. I don't. I'd have to pull was it. it Stacy Dooley. Stacy Do no Stacy Dooley won two years ago. Um, was that was that Stacy Dooley's year? But there was basically there was a year where I think most people would have assumed that Alexandra would have won because she was consistently she was incredible the whole way through. But perhaps Absolutely. exactly like we were saying, there wasn't so much of an exciting journey. She didn't have a bad week. You weren't rooting for her in a way that maybe you would with someone who's, you know, a bit more up and down. <laughs> yeah, you had the love story, didn't you, with Kevin and Stacey? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. That helps. I, honestly, <laughs> you either want you either want tears, right? You've got to cry. You've got to cry a lot towards the end because then, or you want the judge to be slightly mean to you because then mm -hmm. you get the grannies throwing their slippers at <laughs> Craig, basically at Craig. <laughs> How dare you! And then they go and pick up the phone and say, you know. How dare you? And then they they vote. So you want something like that. You need some sort of story along the way mm. to uh, you know to, to to get you going and to to grab people's attention. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Are there, who are the professionals that you really admire on the show? Oh, that, I I admire each and every single one of them. It's a really hard. Um, it's a great show to be a part of. It is sensational. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a really hard work because mm. you are in total control of uh, the, the, the person that you're dancing with. I mean, totally in control of them. You also um, have got to sort out the music. You've got the pro numbers to do, uh, which take up a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, now, normally the professional travels to the celebrity uh, and, and lives where they are. So, do you know, so when I was dancing um, with, Peter Schmeichel, for example, Manchester United goalkeeper. He spent half his time in Copenhagen and half his time in Manchester. So I spent one week in Manchester, one week in Copenhagen, then back nice. to Manchester, then back to <laughs> You say that, but after you've been, and everyone goes, oh, how fantastic. Can I just tell you what Copenhagen's like in the middle of winter? Ooh, actually, yeah, good show. <laughs> when you see it every single day, five days a week. So you do your training and just as I think he had he had to do some sort of filming every afternoon. So I was sort of done by two o'clock. And then you sort of walk the streets. You don't know anybody. It's freezing cold. And after about two weeks, you're sort of like, okay, I'm done with Copenhagen. You've seen now. the mermaid statue in I've, I, I've, <laughs> I've seen it now. Um, yeah, but you just sort of do that. So you, you end up all over the country. And so the professionals, they travel to, to for example, uh, Judy, Judy Murray. She was in Scotland. So Anton had to go up and down to Scotland. Uh, and then he'd come down and then he has to do the pro number and then he's got to go back up again. So well, there's a lot, a lot involved. One of the advantages now, and I believe something you're doing, is that you're doing Zoom dance classes. Is that right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I so that's doing... a, you don't have to travel for that. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have to travel for that. No, I, uh, I find a space in my living room, depending on what they want to learn, really. So most people want to do a bit of salsa, a bit of cha-cha. They ring up and they say, well, well, you know, what can you teach us? And I'm like, well, I can teach you anything you'd like. Um, it's about <laughs> how much space you've got, how much time. Um, so they sometimes, for example, they did one um, just a couple of days ago, and uh, 
it was a girl's 21st birthday and she didn't know, but her mother had organized this. And um, but her mother had also tagged in like all her friends. So it ended <laughs> up being one big party and they were all in their different dorm oh. rooms. Oh, and she had, she had six, I think on her own dorm floor, they're allowed to mix. So she had those six. They'd had quite a lot bit to drink. <laughs> they uh, were all cha-cha. dressed up and uh, that's it. They were all cha-charing, <laughs> falling over. But it was a great hoot. And we did cha-cha and we did a bit of salsa. And how can um, people find you? How can people find you if they want to do this? Well, they can go on to erinbogue.com. Uh, or they can just tap it in the internet and it all comes up there, erinbogue.com, erinbogue dance lessons. Um, you know, come in and, and give it a bit of go. You can learn something gentle like a waltz if you wanted to, or a slow rhythm foxtrot, or you could do tango or a bit of jive. You well, wanted a bit of work. It'd be a wonderful out. Christmas present, I believe, Erin, wouldn't it? It would, it would be. You had <laughs> and lots of people doing it for mm-hmm. Christmas presents. And not just a Christmas present for one, but sometimes they get a group together. I've got quite a few bookings over Christmas where people are just getting together. And I think that's they link it up to their friends and they're having a bit of a Zoom lesson, a bit of a dance, a bit of a special thing, I guess. Yeah, to celebrate definitely. Christmas. It's very hard this year, isn't it, for for it's winter. It's cold. You, apart from those five days where you can only see a couple of a couple of your family members, what about everybody else? It's a really hard time. There's a lot of lonely people. Um, and this and it's is just a, a def- definitely a good way to to get through that, I think. And and to be learning to dance is a a lovely skill to have. It is a lovely it's a great skill alternative to, have. to a Christmas party. As we can't have any office parties this year, lots of companies should be doing things like that. They are, and I do know I think that they are yes they I think that they are doing things like that what would we do if we didn't have the internet what would we do we wouldn't we be here talking right now you <laughs> wouldn't be here talking to me right now I see you're very Christmassy there with your uh, oh yeah tree up in the I'm, I'm ready to go I've been ready to go for weeks Erin I've got I'm my tri- I've got my trip when did you stick yours up then uh this time last week did you yeah week ago today yeah I'm fully uh, feeling it. Erin, we could talk to you all night, but we're going to have to move on, unfortunately. What? We've got, we've got another guest. We've, we've, we've got another <laughs> guest. Who is it? I'm just, I'm not going to hang up. Who is Holly, it? Hollywood actress Tara Reid. Oh, okay. Then I guess you can. What, in Hollywood? Or is she, <laughs> she, is, she is calling from LA, yeah. So. Is she calling? What's the time in LA? I'm going to guess about 10.30 or something. What, night or Morning. Morning. Morning, oh, okay. I think. Yeah. So, Erin, thank you so much. We really do appreciate you talking to us. We wouldn't. You we would talk to you all welcome, night if guys. we could. <laughs> all right. You have a great. Have a great Christmas. Yeah, oh, you do. And honestly, okay. really appreciate you talking to us. Thank you. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, hon. What's I feel bad. I have a really lovely house. I mean, I really could have talked to her all night, but, uh, yeah. but Tara Reed is here, and I don't want to waste any more time. We need to get her in to talk. <laughs> Definitely. Hello. Hello, Tara. Yeah. Hello. How are you, Tara? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good. And uh, thanks so much for joining us. What time is it where you are? Um, it's like 10, 19. Oh, well, we appreciate you being up for us uh, this early. We've, we've all just finished our, our working days are done. So, uh, you know, we're ready to crack the wine open. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like your Christmas tree. Things- oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm feeling <laughs> very nice. festive. Thanks. <laughs> How are things over in the States, Tara? Um, you know, it's it's... We're going in a lockdown again, so it's it's you know this isn't been easy on anyone. You know, it's like a it's it's a crazy world that we all live in now. You know, it's just it's like mind blowing. If you think a year ago, you know what we were doing to a year now, it's like what happened. You know, it's just crazy. And there's all the you know there's just all these riots 
constantly and all the streets are boarded up. Uh, it's like you feel like you're in a third world. I mean, like everything's boarded up. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, so this, and then we just had Thanksgiving. Yeah, we just had that. Yes, we just had Thanksgiving here, and they made this ridiculous law that you like you couldn't have, I think, six people in your house for Thanksgiving. Well, that's stupid because what if you have five kids? <laughs> I mean, you can't get out of that house. <laughs> it's just insane. You know, and they they were going to go well, this around. Is- to- they were to go around to house to house to check to see how many people they had in the house. It was just crazy. And then you had to eat outside, you know, out, outdoor. <laughs> At least it's probably warm where you are, I imagine. <laughs> it's it, it's warm during the day, but it actually it gets freezing at night. But it's okay. not that warm. It's not like cold like you your guys cold, mm-hmm. but like we're, we're just not used to even being cold at all. So now it's it's like we're in full blown winter. <laughs> <laughs> You, you had the first lockdown with Jadewood, is that right? How was that? Oh, it was great. I mean, they were here. They have a, um, a condo in my building, so I see them all the time when they're here. And uh, yeah, we had the first one with them, and we had no idea what it even was at the time. But you know, but it was it was fun. The twins are always fun. You know, it was like me, the twins, and my boyfriend, and my dog. So this house was packed. Of this <laughs> is it, craziness. Is it crazy <laughs> how how close you guys became from doing from you know from meeting all those years ago? You've become you stayed such close friends. Yeah, I know. I actually was just on the phone with them yesterday too. I talked to them for a while on the phone. Yeah. How are they? Um, they're great. I mean, they really are. They just want to. They're in lockdown in Ireland. They just mm. want to get out. They're going crazy. They can't stand still for two seconds. So imagine them in the house, <laughs> you know, without leaving. And it's like a fine there. And you could go to jail if they catch you out in the streets. And I'm like, they're taking like They're really, really strict as well. And Edward said he's losing his mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just about to come out of our second lockdown tomorrow. So we're all quite excited to be able to go to the pub and go to a shop again like normal. <laughs> um, I know. Like, just to even, like, get out, like, to go eat. Like, you know, at first they had open dining outside. And now they shut that down. You can't go anywhere. You can't even go shopping. Like, for Christmas, I'm like, what is everyone going to do? Just order online? You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think Amazon's going to be getting a few sales this year. Yeah, well, everywhere, if you can go somewhere, you have to quarantine 14 days before you. So say I went to Ireland to see the twins. I'd have to quarantine in their house with them for 14 days before I could leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long holiday you'll be taking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Would you ever, have you ever done any kind of work with them? Were they in one of the Sharknado films or something, I think? Yeah, they've been in, uh, I can think, like, two or three of them. They've oh, have they? So would you yeah. do any more work with them? Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd put them in my movies for sure. They're they're really talented. I mean, you know, not just they like sing, but, you know, John plays the guitar, and, you know, Edward and John both, you know, write the lyrics. They make all their own music. So, I mean, they, they're... They're, that's why this house was crazy. We heard them singing and him playing the guitar, my boyfriend <laughs> on the computer, like doing the like, deals. You know, I was on the phone, like, you know, negotiating stuff with this new movie called Monsters Mushroom I'm doing. So this house was a nut house. I mean, it was like the last thing, like, people were like so lonely and bored. There. I'm so bored. I'm so lonely. I'm like, I'm going crazy. <laughs> like, you wish they had, you had the opportunity to be bored. It was too, yeah, too exactly. busy. <laughs> Tommy, you recently joined Frills. Yeah, it's actually really cool. Um, I just think it's a really cool idea, especially because we're in this lockdown, that, you know, you can't really see people. And, you know, 
also for like kind of gifts for a birthday present or a Christmas present or just to say a message. Like I've had, you know, people write in and saying like, you know, my friend's really down since COVID-19. Can you just tell him that, you know, we love him and that he's great and really cool thing. Well, thank you, Stranger. It's a great gift. With all the shops being closed and stuff, it's a great idea to kind of just check in with someone and send a little message, isn't it? Yeah, and they really love it. I mean, they really, really love it. They, they absolutely do. Because especially if they're like your like biggest fans like that and they cannot believe that they just got a message from you. You know, it's like the ultimate gift for people. It makes you it makes me feel good when I see the reaction of them. You know, it's it's like I think it's a nice thing to do. Do people ever get you to kind of like repeat something you said on a film or something? Do they get you to do that? Uh, they have tried. You're talking about the Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I don't repeat that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I can I can understand that. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think I think what Bob has said is right. Actually, it is a nice idea, especially for people. Are huge fans uh, to to get involved, isn't it? I I think it's great. I think it's really great because it means so much to them. You've no idea they've they've been in their house for like almost a year now, mm. and then they get this random message, you know, by their friends because their friends haven't been able to see them because of COVID and lockdowns, and you know, so it's just it's, it's a lot of pep talks and stuff, and not uh, then they'll say you have no idea, you know, Tyra, that that was amazing, like you, you made her her day. Like she can't stop playing the video, you know. <laughs> then some people cried, you know what I mean? Like wow. it's, it's amazing how emotional people are, you know, at this time too. You know, I, I think it, it's a much, it wouldn't be as impactful if we weren't going through this whole COVID thing. Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to ask you, obviously you've done Celebrity Big Brother over here in the UK. And I was reading that you've turned down I'm a Celebrity a few times now. Yeah, no, no bugs and spiders for me. <laughs> Is it a definite no-no? You you never would do the show? No, definitely no-no. <laughs> what, what, about, what about something like uh, Dancing with the Stars or or Strictly, as we call it over here? Um, they've asked me to do it a bunch of times, too. I don't, I'm not the best dancer, so I was like, I don't know if I want to go there. I was like a fool. So <laughs> if I don't need to do it, I'm not going to do it till unless I had to do it or something, but hopefully we won't have to go there. <laughs> I, guess, I guess you've been quite lucky, with, you know, you, like you said, you're still working. What's, what's the project you're working on at the moment? So right now I'm producing a film. It's called Masha's Mushroom, and it will be a franchise of five films. And it's, uh, it's a really trippy movie. I mean, it's called Masha's Mushroom. And so... <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> you can figure that part out. <laughs> this dust that goes in the air is like this purple dust you know and it just goes in the air you can't really even see it and before you know it you're starting to see things like crazy so everyone's on it not knowing they're even on it and they're all tripping like they're tripping their heads off you know like there'll be like a scene where on the wall you'll see a picture and there's like fish swimming in the picture and before you know it you see people of uh, your friends in the picture swimming with it, you know, in the picture. I mean, it's just so many. And then, like, a horse will go right, right by in the middle of the living room. Like, it's just, like, it's really bizarre. Okay. And my character is, she, I'm Masha, and she's throwing her daughter's birthday party. But really, it's her funeral, and she has no idea. I mean, it's so wow. crazy. Yeah, it's it's intense movie, and it's, like, so many things happen like that, that are crazy. It's like it's going to be a really good movie, visually because the colors we're using and and just like 
the cast we already have is amazing. We're not totally done yet, but we have like uh, myself, Vivica Fox, um, Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, we have uh, uh, da, 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 da. Um, I saw you. Wrote, I saw you messaged uh, Nicole Kidman on Instagram. <laughs> I don't think I did know. <laughs> Because I think um, I'm not the only one that just controls my Instagram, so uh, there's a couple of people that do it. You know what I mean? So okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> it is, I mean, it's, sorry, sorry, Bob. So I was going to say, did did they, anyone get a response from Nicole? What did she say? Is she up for taking part in the movie? I don't. I haven't read anything yet um, on on private messages, so I don't think so. So who knows? So we're we're coming to the end um, at the end of this year now. What are your hopes for twenty twenty one? I just hope we could get this COVID away and go back to our old lives to see people again. I haven't seen friends in like a year. We've been in this house forever. And you know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's why everyone everyone's just bored of their own company, aren't they? Now it's desperate to no. get out. Um, and like. I'm like, how many more movies can we watch? We watched everything on Netflix, everything on Amazon, everything on HBO Plus. I mean, there's no, there's nothing left to stream. That's what they. You've completed no, Netflix. I can't wait to go back to work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm excited to go back to work. I'm like, ugh, I have all this energy like stuck inside me right now. Yeah, have you got so, much planned for Christmas, Tara? Um, I don't know. I mean, just because it's so kind of dangerous right now. Like with the planes and all this stuff, and the COVID the day after, like Thanksgiving, a hundred thousand new cases got here. We're getting over a hundred thousand a day. I mean, it's just that is not insane, even insane, isn't it? Wow, yeah, jeez, it's just wow. not even close to coming down. You know, mm. and now the people are starting to riot. They want to get out of their house. You know, and they're breaking things, and you know, you know, doing all kinds of terrible stuff. So it's scary to even going outside now. It's like it's nuts. Well, Tara, we wish you all the best and, and I hope you do manage to get a break of some sort uh, whenever <laughs> you can. And, uh, and good luck with the film. Hope it goes well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for Thank speaking you to joining us, Tara. Us. Take care. Have a lovely Christmas. You too, love. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. I say it every week, I know, but we've been really treated with lovely guests again this week. And uh, we? Hollywood star, she seems fairly down to earth, doesn't she? Doesn't she just, honestly, I could have sat and spoke to both of them all night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Lovely, lovely ladies. Um, I think Erin would have stayed on and chatted with her too if she could have. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we should go around to Erin's and sit in front of that stunning fireplace, crack open a bottle of wine and put the world to rights. Oh, babes, you know, I am right there. <laughs> I am there in a second, I tell you. <laughs> Uh, no, another another lovely show, and um, and uh, and nice to be back as well. What have you What have you got planned? So we know that the lockdown's over officially. Lockdown. So yes, what will you be doing, Bob? You can't spend all your time in the gym. Couple of bits and bobs. Got a couple of bits of work in the in the lead up to Christmas here and there. Trying to keep busy. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, nothing. No real plans. I'm sure there will be um, a meal somewhere. I really want to catch up with just going out and having a bite yeah. to eat and a drink, you know? How about yourself? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I'll definitely be, I'll be back rowing this weekend, which will be really nice. We're on the water. <laughs> and I've just looked, I looked earlier on at the temperature. It's going to be five degrees. Oh. And I'm going to be on the water in the Royal Docks. 
Um, oh. they, they've sent a message on the WhatsApp group being like, make sure you have plenty of layers. I'm like, don't you worry about that. I'll be completely <laughs> covered head to toe. Um, so yeah, I'll be doing that. Um, and I might go for a walk with one of my friends on Saturday once that's finished. But no, other than that, just the same odd, same odd. Getting ready for Christmas, yeah. uh, get hitting the shops and uh, finally leading a little bit more of a life than we have in the last month, at least. The, the, the light's at the end of the tunnel now, hopefully. So <laughs> please, fingers please. crossed. At least we're not in a, in a way like, like Tara was saying in America. I mean, Jesus Christ, 100,000 cases a day. That's, That's just absolutely nuts, isn't it? Shocking numbers, isn't it? Yeah. And it's it's really kind of one of them, when you hear figures like that, it's just that kind of wake-up call again, isn't it? That's why it really is just so important. Everyone does their bit and tries to... Stay safe. Just, Stay safe, absolutely. Well, you stay safe, my love, and have a lovely week, Stephen. You too, babes. Nice to be back. Nice to have you back, my love. Take <laughs> care. <laughs> uh, until next week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye, guys.